Hello, and welcome to none other than Nigel. Buckle up and get ready for a fun-filled podcast dedicated to informative and knowledgeable topics and conversations relevant to music, TV, movies, and books with your host, none other than Nigel. Listen and learn from multi-award-winning special guests as we delve deep into in-depth discussions ranging from topics relevant to the wonderful world of entertainment, living life on life's terms, and simply having fun. I told I told Jane that I love um, what goes around.
Other than Nigel's B-Sides, album cuts and collaboration spotlight. Um, so, real Chucky Boo, what does that mean? I did real deal. Real, real thing. Ah, so that's the island, Irie. 
no. Say you're the truth. You're the truth. Yeah. The truth. So that's so, so, so the real Chucky Blue is in with we, we, you. It's the real deal. We the real deal. Real deal. This is it right here. Yeah, yeah. In and out. Mm -hmm. it, it's not virtual reality. In reality. And a lot of lot. So you guys recorded in Philadelphia. Yes, with Nick Martinelli. And um, what studio is this? Alpha Studios. Alpha, Alpha Studios. Studios. We started Alpha, then we went to Sigma. No, Sigma. Sigma. And what? Um, can you work with various musicians? Any that you can name? Um, Doug Brisby, Doug mm -hmm. used to play for um, some time. Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Okay. Um, Donald Robinson. Mm -hmm. Who's the guitarist? Herb Smith. Yeah, very well. Ron Jennings. Ron Jennings. Mm -hmm. Just there's so many people that came. Heroes. Who sends albums? Right? Who's the drummer that came out with us? Uh, the dreadlocks. Yeah. Uh, Daryl. Daryl Burgi. Wow. Um, so many people. Joanna Gardner. She's one of the background vocalists. On one of our first singles, um, Dial 999, we had the Sweethearts, right? Sweethearts. Yeah. Wow. So you, you all were doing it.
tell you, um, this, I heard that you guys also, well, I read that you guys had something to do with high five. Oh, oh, five star. Five star. Five star. Yeah, we yes. did the first album. You did? You did? Yeah, we, we actually, uh, Nicky produced our first album, mm -hmm. Martinelli. And mm -hmm. he called Jim. Yeah, and, and he, we called Carl and myself in to do the music. It's happened with Jane as well. Mm -hmm. We all um, got them together mm -hmm. to get them in the um, direction. Mm -hmm. We've written songs for Phil Simon. We've written songs for Cheryl. Cheryl Lynn. Cheryl Lynn. Yeah. Which, which song? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one? Yeah. Powerful singing people. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So y'all had to really, you know, and they love the they love the music. I have to get songs like this. Okay. Can't 
Sunday. I will. It sounds good. Okay, so here's my questions. With over 30 years and counting, congratulations. Well, the anniversary was in 2012, yes. so it's a little over now. What are some of the most important life lessons you've learned? To write your own material. Definitely. We, we wrote our own material, and that's really our pension. All those young people out there that are writing songs, getting into the music industry. You know, we wrote songs when we were like 18 years old that are still playing today. Yeah. And still on, you know, whatever form is selling it, selling it right now. Because when we started off, it was vinyl, and now it's digital. Yeah. So yeah. you may imagine that. That's what's happening in 30 years, so we're still selling, you know. So that's what you've got to do. You've got to try it and co-write if you can't do all of it. Or write your material, that's your pension. Okay. And having a great producer. You have to have a good producer. It's the team around you, really, that, that helps you, that keeps you in, in the flow and gives yeah, you the confidence. Had, um, Nick Martinelli <laughs> was our producer, yeah. and Bruce Whedon was our engineer. And, and yeah. so he handled the mixing. And yeah. Yes. Yeah.
back, can you take us into your mind and let us know what you were thinking and feeling? Well, I think what I was thinking is, because Steve and I, because I met Steve first and then Carl, right? We were just hungry. We just had this mission. We were really focused. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he just got out of the Royal College of Music. I've just come from... Oh, sorry, yeah. Guildhorn. Guildhorn School of Music. Guildhorn? Guildhorn. 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 Okay. Guildhorn. 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 Oh, Hall. Guildhorn. Guildhorn. Oh, Hall. Guildhorn. Sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. He just got out of his college. I just left mine, which is London College of Fashion. Right? And we've just done that. And so we were really hungry thirsting for something, but it was in us. Do you know what I mean? It was like, um, we didn't know where we were going and what we were going to do. But then nobody was going to stop us in the direction that yeah. we were going. Yeah, you're right. Everything, everything kind of fell into place, place because I met Steve and then three months after I met him, in that September, you'd been talking to a guy and buying records called Mick Clark, yeah, Mick Clark. a City Sounds record. That's right. And then he left and went to Virgin and he had told Steve, when you've got something, you know, that I can play, you know, I'll see if I can sign you. And we took it into him and he loved it. Mm. He signed us immediately. Yeah. And when I think about how hard life became after that, when we really had to do the work after that, right? It was so easy in the beginning. Yeah. It was like that. It's, it was easy to get right signed. Right place, right time. Yeah, it was easy to get signed, but like yeah. I said, work afterwards was like to, to stay signed. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, yeah. A, and that's, that's, that's a valuable lesson too. Because yeah. there was a yes. stage where I think we nearly got dropped until they brought me Nick Martinelli. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, we nearly got Yeah, we had three singles on an album deal. Yeah. Mm. And the first two singles were kind of weird. Right? Yeah, they didn't really work. But probably. good songs, yeah, which is produced wrong. Wrong producers. Wrong producers. So. We had rock producers producing R&B. Uh. See, when we got to, um, we said to ourselves, you know, the three of us at the time, mm -hmm. we need an American producer. We need to get this sound they have right and that's an American and especially if you've, you've got the yeah. sound that you want inside you inside yourself already yeah. mm -hmm. it's just waiting to come out mm -hmm. right. you know the English producers you know, and, and Nick Martinelli had um, been mixing doing mixes for Mick Clark mm -hmm. some R&B songs and he said we want an American producer and he said well I think I have one which was great you know to have an A&R man who his foresight was in the same place as ours he's got a great ear Mick Clark you know, because he's gone on to sign other great bands like Soul to Soul, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was amazing. It was you know, a movement, too. Now, yeah. how everything's it fell into place. Um, it was a movement. Yeah, it was a movement. Thank you. And share with us a few hilarious moments with the original members. Hmm. <laughs> I can't think of them. <laughs> I told you, be ready. <laughs> what, was, what was real funny? Uh, the car and lost his passport. Yeah, I was just about Put to it say on the top that. of the car. <laughs> he left his passport on top of the car, so he missed the flight. So oh no! Crashed. So we got on the flight and went to LA. Oh. And he, he caught, caught up with us. Mm. Right. Um, what else? I don't know. This is, this is a good thing. Yeah, that's a hilarious moment. Really There's a couple of amazing moments when we met Phyllis Hyman. Okay. Yeah, we met amazing. Dexter Wanzel. Oh, Dexter Wanzel? Yeah. Oh my God, I love him. No, Dexter Wanzel. Wanzel. No, Dexter Wanzel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, and then we met, um, who's the other one? Oh, Royers. Royers. Oh my God. Amazing man. And Tom Brown. Yeah. Wow. I met Tony Smith. She sings Jamaica Fuck. <laughs> She's the singer. She's amazing. Okay, so um, <laughs> what are your favorite? Well, let's skip, let's skip that. What, what are your favorite foods, places, and do you speak any other languages? Favorite foods. Well, I, I did an international cuisine course. Yeah. Wow, so you're a chef. So that's in my spare time. Okay. Yeah, I actually do cook very well. He's actually a good cook. We used to make him cook all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got even better. Even if he does say so himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We haven't yeah. tasted anything in a while. So but there's no food here for like me. It could be like McDonald's, couldn't it? Really? <laughs> 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 it changed until it got really dry. And I'm burning my drum in a bit and actually do. I don't cook. I'm sick. <laughs> 
You do? That's awesome. Well, I'm gonna have to come. You have to let me know when you're cooking, and I'll come to LA. No problem. What was the other question you asked? Was favorite places? Favorite places? London, America, Holland, Italy. Really lovely place. Okay. Places I want to go: Japan. Okay. Uh, we might even go to China. Okay. Oh. Yes. And yeah, um, I liked, um, I liked my favorite place so far was this year. I went to Sri Lanka. Such a show. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. What's well, um? Is there? <laughs> what is the difference in your opinion of UK soul and and US soul music? and how it is embraced. I always say there's a lot more competition here. You can literally walk into McDonald's and somebody can even rap to you, they can sing to you, they sound really fantastic. There's so much competition here to make it. In England, we've got a lot of very good, good talent, a lot of great singers, right? And we come together as a community, right? And try to rock it together. And we have a different way of writing our songs. So luckily enough to us, for us, when we come back over here, it sounds different to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. We great. think we're doing the same as what you have. Ah. Right? So, our accent disappears when mm. we sing. No, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Because you know, mm. Jocelyn Brown went over there and never came back. She did. She did. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking they care of her. her they yeah. love her. Yeah, we love her here. <laughs> For our vocalist viewers, what are some of your vocal preparedness secrets? Well, like before a show, you shouldn't really be doing an interview. Nope. <laughs> We'd rather wrap this up than you I want to be. You should be like resting. Yes. So for those of you out there that like to follow the rules, <laughs> that's what you should be doing. No talking. So t um, we're gonna fa flash forward. Tell me about this powerhouse lineup you have with your, with your band, current band. Oh, I have who's in the band? <laughs> yeah. I've got Craig T. Cooper as my musical director. Okay. On drums we have Corey Mason. Okay. On keys we have Aya Iwata. On bass we have Keith Eady. Mm. And in the vocals we have Waylon Pitts. We have Dominique Dean, who I introduced to your friend. She's got an amazing voice. Not only she can do everything, whatever she thinks about comes out. Mm. Right? And also we have Mr. Jim Gilstrap. Who did what's this what's the thing? Good times. Good, Good times and he sang the theme to Good Times? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anytime you need a day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he said he did a song that was big in England called Swing Your Daddy. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. We're gathered here today to make sure everyone is great.
New music, can we expect some? Yes. Okay. Yes, definitely. Okay. And. No, no, yes. Yes. Yeah, work in progress. Share with us some of your more, some of the more emotionally challenging moments with the original members and how you dealt with it, overcame it. I think we had management that didn't really understand the American market, and I think one of the reasons for the Lucens breakup was because we combusted internally because you got so much stuff going on around you, and if you don't have a, you're as good as your team. Yeah. Once you start having hits, you're really as good as your team. If you don't have a strong team, you kind of turn inwards. 
Yeah. And I think um, he's not one person for really. I mean, that was a challenging part. Being part of something that's like a family and it's when you break up. Because when you really are in a group, you see, when you're successful, you see more of each other than you do your family. You're that's on the road, you're promoting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're out there.
Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in for another exciting and fun-filled episode. You do not, you do not want, to miss, want it. to miss it. Follow me on Instagram at none other than Nigel. Like and subscribe on Facebook. Interested in being a guest on our show? Or have a topic or show idea in mind for me to consider? Just head over to none other than Nigel.com.